Your boy is back with another Dalton Kincaid update because I I went on a tirade the other day and talked to Scott Hansen about it on the show. I'll play that clip in a second. But I went on a tirade the other day and told everybody that he's going to climb up ranking boards in a massive fashion in August and that now's the time to strike in a dynasty league. That he climb into my top five or six overall rookie rankings. That he could be in my top three dynasty tight end rankings right now. That he could be a top five to six redraft tight end in 2023. Coming from a guy that, you know, usually says pump the brakes on rookie tight ends. And I know a thing or two about the position. Ranking number one in tight end rankings across 2019, 2020, and 2021 out of all experts in the industry according to Fantasy Pros. And like I do every offseason, I head to the mountaintop. I, I go and I look for the tight end positioning, ranking vision. And when I was up there last night, I got what I was looking for last night in a vision I saw this man Dalton Kincaid pulling eight touchdowns tripping and falling into eight touchdowns he wasn't even evolved my vision showed this man at the end of 2023 we walked out going imagine how good he's gonna be when he learns how to do this this and this imagine if he didn't drop two or three of those touchdowns that he dropped he's gonna come out of 2023 totally incomplete all rookie tight ends do but his situation is gonna force feed him eight plus touchdowns my vision said so then i'm gonna tell you where i've moved him to in my rankings overall 2023 rookie only the fantasy football show begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host, Smitty. Take a lap. What is up, my guy? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Whoa, we're already live. We're, we're, hey, we're live all the time here on this channel. But Scott, you, you like Kincaid for the future in Buffalo? Oh, I, I could even like him this year. They yeah. love to use tight ends in that offense. And the depth chart there is a little bit thicker. He's not as known to be as well as good of a blocker. They'll find they'll find all sorts of ways to, to get him the football. But there's a lot of miles to feed, and they distribute touchdowns there pretty Yeah, or he could be uh, a wide receiver half the time. And he he could line up as a as a guy in the red zone where he doesn't have to have, even though he is he is fast, he doesn't have to have burner nine routes straight up the middle speed for forty yards when it's first and ten on the on the thirteenth percentage chance he's the next Travis Kelsey or the next one or two tight end overall. If you had to, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) at least the next number one doesn't have to be Kelsey. But the next top dog percentage chance he becomes tight end one though in fantasy eventually. Yeah. But I'm factoring in it's it's him versus the field of every other tight end. Within five years, him being tight end number one, ten percent or less that happened. Okay. Is in my mind. And that's not a knock on him. It's just that you're saying him versus the field. Right. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, single digit percent chance that happens in the next five years that he's TE one uh, in your in your PPR draft. Scott Hansen likes Kincaid, but we really like Kincaid. I know I really like Kincaid. Kincaid to me, and the difference between someone like Scott and Scott's amazing at what he does. Absolute to the moon. 
to the moon. But what he does in reacting to what's going on, what happened yesterday, what's happening in the game, what's likely to happen in the second quarter, he lives moment by moment. We're living in a whole different world of trying to get ahead of the curve and see what's around the other side before it's popular. A lot of my job is literally crawling through the war zone of fantasy football, getting to the corner by myself, looking ahead of the curve and saying, all right, guys, it's clear. Don Kincaid is the actual man. He is him. He's him. And ahead of the curve is uncomfortable until it isn't. And in time, him being top one to three in Dynasty, it'll make sense later. It always does. Maybe we miss on it. I, that's certainly possible too. But when I look at this guy's potential coming out, one of the best tight end classes ever, you heard everybody say it over and over. It's not like one or two or three people are the only ones saying Kincaid and Mayer. And a lot of these guys, if they fall into a good situation, could be that class. Well, guess what? I've got news for you. He's the one guy out of all of them that fell into the elite situation. The elite of the elite situations no other tight end in this class fell into this kind of situation laporta he's in detroit very good situation for 2023 but josh allen being josh allen's number two very different thing than laporta being goff's number three because i think jameer gibbs is going to be the number two in detroit in 2023 and beyond but goff Josh Allen, there's no comparison. No wide receiver too. Gabe Davis is dropping the ball. Gabe Davis isn't bringing the heat. This guy could walk in as a tight end in the slot and, and mark my words, there'll be conversations about whether the position eligibility should be added of wide receiver for this kid. He's going to walk into the slot and become right away Josh Allen's favorite number two target. This quite honestly is my, if I had to dark horse this thing right now, my number one future tight end. I'm not going to draft him there. I can get away with not drafting him there. I can get away with not ranking him there. Understand what I'm saying. This is dark horse quiet time. Don't tell anybody between me and you, this could be the number one tight end two years from today or three years from today. Walking into 2025, so he plays 2023 as a rookie, looks really good, trips and falls into eight touchdowns, has a lot to work on, but man, the, the potential's there for him in the yardage department, in the spatial awareness department, the, the controlling and dominating the space around him, spatial awareness training. He'll walk into his sophomore year, very well-tooled. And there's a reason tight ends don't train translate right away usually it's just a different position from college to the pros Kincaid won't be his full self you won't know what his ceiling truly looks like coming out of his rookie year but the touchdowns will be there and he'll be top five to six in redraft because of it top five to six in redraft because of the touchdowns the touchdowns are an indicator of something concrete that he'll have moving forward and once he hones in on all those skills and Josh Allen develops this kid fast tracks him much like Aaron Rodgers does with wide receivers and Allen's going to gravitate toward this kid because he's been missing that number two reliable number two wide receiver that has hands that can make plays that has a nose for the end zone I love owning him in redraft I love of course owning him in dynasty top five to six tight end redraft top one to three in dynasty and quite arguably my favorite player to trade for in dynasty right now because i'm so capable of buying him lower than tight end number one if i miss on this i'm getting what i pay for i'm probably buying him i'd imagine in dynasty around tight end number three or four overall maybe two to four depending on who you're dealing with but three probably around three number three dynasty tight end value i highly doubt he is in at least what hawkinson is 
where Andrews is right now in terms of value. I just can't see it. Not in this situation. Mayer is another guy I liked almost as much, but that situation, you could say to yourself, yeah, I love him, but I don't know if he can fully mature into that player. Not right now. And I don't see how anything's going to change in the near, near future in Las Vegas. This right here is like the safety net of all safety nets. Dalton Kincaid is one of the easiest things to see coming, yet somehow... Yet, somehow, I'm being bold here. I love when something looks so obvious coming downstream. And everybody's like, I don't know. He hasn't taken a snap yet. Dalton Kincaid. A rough little ranking of the top five rookies would look something like this. And I'm, I'm kind of wavering by the day. Somebody says they're concrete on their top five rookie rankings, or especially top ten. They're lying. They're lying. I waver all the time. I like Zay one moment. I like JSN the next moment. I don't love either landing spot. I like Zay's landing spot a lot more than I like JSN's landing spot. If I'm going to look at it from this angle, and Charbonnet's right around here too, even though most people have them around 9 or 8 or 12, Charbonnet's like top 5 or 6 to me. My most conservative look is right here. Dalton Kincaid, number five overall after the top two wide receivers. This is my top five right now. Kincaid could move to four tomorrow. He's not dropping out of the top five or six. I can almost guarantee that. Kincaid, number five, at least. Dynasty player moving forward. Get Dalton Kincaided. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com for all your year-round rankings, bold predictions, one-on-one text advice, thefantasyfootballshow.com. And know that I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Live whenever news breaks. We have mock draft and live draft marathons every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every single week until kickoff. I do panic chamber at midnight, right around midnight, live on Tuesdays and daily uploads. Yeah, that's right. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.